Kathy, you're laughing. Are you, you laughing? Want to get rid of the you're, board. You're Are you laughing the at recorder? my creation? Well, Kathy I am cackling. laughing inside at the creation. Kathy, look at what <laughs> is spilling be- out. Look at what is before you, Kathy. We are in your room. It took me maybe 15, 20 minutes to set up because it's all new. Yeah, I but get it's it. Done. But it was supposed to be. You said it's just going to be a box, and it's a three-tiered tower. I guess it's on it's, Fet Life. It's, you it's, saw it's the it. ugly box. It so it's. But because I feel like I need to go to like an art store and just grab you like a spray can so it just looks like black and then just shine. <laughs> no, make this, it pretty. Uh, th- that would You're take like, no cardboard, green, white, just all the colors. No, that would take away the authenticity. The, let me, you let wouldn't me, be able to call it the ugly box. Let me tell you something, Dale. No amount of tape is going to make that look pretty. No, I said spray paint, not spray tape. paint. <laughs> Spray paint Cosplay. is a wonderful thing. Kathy, all I can say is we're sitting in your room. Yes. We sound like we normally sound. That's true. And we can now start a show. Wait. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite <laughs> lame? Are <laughs> scared that your desires might <laughs> be strange? <laughs> Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we can go the fuck anywhere. Yes, as we go to Kathy's Pleasure Palace. At Pla- oh, <laughs> no. To talk about kink, manner. to talk about kink and sexual stuff. Recording Perversion. live from, from my bedroom. Kathy's, what is it? Pleasure Palace. Kathy's Pleasure Palace. In front of three dudes. We're all wearing clothing. That's Kathy, true. This it's is not this is this is my fucking luck, is I got three dudes all wearing clothes, none of whom I'm sorry to say are really in my fantasies. Except me. Wait, no. you literally like goggled eyed when we've yeah. mentioned me. Fantasies. Like, yeah, not, Kathy's. You guys are real life. I thought you were into death. Okay. Yeah, no, you okay. Fanta- you were, no, no. In you my were, fantasies. When it's... we were talking about us washing clothes naked, you were totally in that fantasy. You were. That wasn't on a fantasy. Board. That was you happening real in my that. mind. <laughs> That's that. That's a fantasy. You don't. You, you clearly don't understand the distinction, Enigma. In the, okay, kids. <laughs> the bottom line is this is Kathy's pleasure palace. The bottom line is that Mew was supposed to be here to add some estrogen to the room, and instead, <laughs> yes, we I just got brought three the parts sugar and testosterone. It's Kathy. It's your. It's your. What is it? Your. It's your FMMM fantasy. It is an FMMM fantasy. <laughs> so now we just all need to get naked and start fucking I could training tell Enigma, your ass. Reach into that drawer over there and get my vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> nope, the other one. The one that's no, sticky when you open it. The sticky drawer. Open this. Open the sticky drawer. I can't believe. Kathy, your room looks great. It's nice, isn't it? This is actually. Look, we have actually a lot of space. But this is the only time we're going to do this. I want to yeah, be prob- very clear. <laughs> probably. <laughs> we're going to have to get Both another. Of them, remember, one was from Headley. Enigma, you have to talk Ooh, into Headley a microphone. Guy? I don't know where you keep your sex toys. I'm sorry. Well, hey, you know, if the listener who gave me the original. Lilo is is still listening to the show. Please let th- me know who you were. I completely forgot who it was. I think it's the same listener. No, <laughs> it's not think. Headley. Oh, speaking of, wait, hang on a sec. This show's sponsored by Headley, the mystery man, supporting perverted podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Headley. That's a good jingle. I have cleaned those vibrators, by the way. So, I mean, I would with your so. tongue. Kathy, we're Wait in your room. Of explorer's tongue. <laughs> Kathy, does he make you do that? Does he make you fuck the vibrator? I'm telling you, he's totally not into that. 
Really? He doesn't. He's just not the type of guy who is into my pussy at all. It's a, it's a hole. That's basically what it is a hole for him to So eat. he's just literally in it, not into it. Exactly. It's a very important distinction right there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, he's just not a pussy kind of guy. He's not a pussy kind of guy. I got to find me a pussy kind of guy. That's, that's what you need. Yeah, I keep saying that. It's never going to happen. Pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> if you are, in fact, a pussy, pussy kind of guy, guy. <laughs> we're looking for you. Kathy's hole is waiting to be worshipped oh by you. Oh, my God. Hey, why don't you tell the listeners what you see on my pillow over there? There is a box of Pocky Sticks, which uh, is a Japanese candy. It's like a little kind of bready stick with chalk dipped in chocolate, and Mew absolutely goes bonkers for and them. And they were for her. They were for her, but now you're going to eat them. I am going to eat them. In protest of her not showing up. is even right. a crustacean plushie that yeah, I brought. A plushie That's on my bed. And it matches lobster. my bed, too. Kind of does. It's great. Yeah. yeah. This is good. So so for our listeners that are just checking in with us, maybe you've been away for a while, uh, we are kind of nomadic right now, and so we had to figure out a way to keep the show going every week uh, and still sound kind of like uh, we do. So uh, I have spent a few hours, in <laughs> maybe 20 minutes, um, with a lot of hot glue and tape and whatever, and we built the ugly box. So all of our equipment is stacked in one thing and now can be moved from place to place. And so we're actually all crammed in Kathy's little room, which actually, without the wardrobe there, it's, it's just a lot of room yeah. to kind of sit down. <laughs> but this will not happen again, I know. I understand. No, yes. Um, <laughs> so we'll have to figure it out and find people with a... But you a built person. the ugly box. The ugly buddy. box is here, and it does work, and it is all stacked, and now we can just get into the magic that is... Uh, and it lives up to its name. It It is ugly. It is. <laughs> it is ugly. There's pictures on our FetLife page. Yes. And, uh, and then, did you did you put those also on the... Yes. Hey, Enigma. What's up? Where are they on that uh, on that page of yours? Uh, uh, well, Boogie... <laughs> uh, uh, Perverted Podcast is on Instagram at Perverted Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Perverted Pcast. Good. I'm going to have you say that a, a few times. That's and fine. We're going to get that get that rolling out. <laughs> Kathy, yeah. what's what's going on? What's going what? on with you? Nothing. I still got the uh, cold sore from hell. All right. So it's going away. So there was no. I cannot put this any closer to my face. You want me to eat Put it, it? in yeah, your you mouth? Literally. Do you see? I. These? It's touching it's, my lips. It's, okay, if it's touching your lips, you're doing great, slut. Do it. Ah. Oh. She is making out with that. With That's that it. Bite. I was touching I, your teeth. Now just lick it, because I am that pussy kind of guy. Not lick, it is my mic muff, but I'm not licking okay, it. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. No, I had an okay weekend. You know, no, not a lot of sexy time. No? No. You did not get your hole used by the hole user? I did not get my hole used We're by just going to call user. him HU from now on. Hole user? <laughs> Creative Explorer is now HU. He's got too many. His name is Who. <laughs> Whole user. I should make a jingle about you that. Should. Do it. You haven't made him a jingle yet, have you? I think I have. I did, I did. I did. I mentioned the dickhead ice cream sandwich thing somewhere. You did mention that. You did do a jingle. I did for somewhere. Him it's once. somewhere. I'll yeah. find it somewhere. But uh, no, I had a good weekend. Did I you? actually, it was it was a lot of fun. It could have gone bad, but it didn't. Uh, we had uh, that pretty much describes most we, of your most weekend. of my weekends. <laughs> it actually, it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, we were on Muse boat and and we had uh, uh, Panda and Whiskers uh, come over and we had all sorts of debauchery and fun and it was real casual you know just uh, it was fun we watched uh, What About Bob you know we hadn't we, oh that's an old movie you know, they hadn't they hadn't seen 
you know, they we I just got them uh, to watch Groundhog's Day. Oh, and you uh-huh. had never seen that and what? she loved it good and so i'm like well we're just gonna go with the bill murray thing oh, oh i thought you're gonna go to um edge of tomorrow that, that's a good follow-up <laughs> just watching him die repeatedly is great that probably i'm just gonna we're gonna we're gonna ease into that maybe go ghostbusters next and uh and then we'll go to uh you know all the death Actually, have you ever seen Razor's Edge? I love that fucking it's movie. It's a very unknown Bill Murray movie. It it, it It's a remake. The audience it, missed the a, other two have seen I have not. Right, Kathy and Enigma have. Right. I've not seen it. Oh, okay. Not seen it. Oh, Razor it's a remake of a black and white which is very similar. I actually like the black and white better, but man, I thought fucking he Bill did Murray a great is, job yes. in that. That was he was in the height of all the comedy stuff and all the goofy Bill Murray stuff and he, that was I think probably his first like so serious serious, serious yeah. movie it's either a rather depressing movie yeah it's it's not it's not a big uplifter no it's not ghostbusters that's uh-uh. for damn sure but it was a lot of fun but yeah so we had we had a really good time and uh and it was good to be uh, the performance was good everyone seemed to have a good time did you say the performance that's kind of how i look at all sex that's very telling that's what it's the same thing the I performance say was good well i mean i, I felt good about it i felt good everyone seemed happy you know I, you know there was a, there was good negotiation there was good communication that you know we had some discussions with one of the partners who was having uh you know kind of an internal conflict with some things about kind of their arousal and things like that and i love finding out about stuff like that because then we can try to create an environment where it's like hey let's take orgasm off the table and you know we talk about that a lot on the show yeah and so you know let's take that off the table and just really we're gonna be patient if my dick goes limp then i'll use my fingers you know just don't worry about it you know we're going to just you know try taking our time because i get in my head a lot about that because i only have so much dick and then the ed can kick in if the viagra is not working whatever so i don't want people to feel that it's about them you know if they take long because that's one of the things people would feel fucked up about oh you know blah 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 so so that's always exciting and then when there's success after that and they feel comfortable and they're able to to do things and feel better that's always really exciting so so yeah i feel good about my performance and that's i'm pretty sure why most of the women want to hang out with me because most men don't do it's what not, you just it, described. It's sure the fuck not they about don't my say, looks. Let's take the orgasm off the table <laughs> and make it about <laughs> your pleasure and arouser. Yeah. Usually, men utter. Uh, I do occasionally. Well, that's well, that's, well, that's why Dell gets laid. <laughs> Enigma's just sitting there. I'm just a dick. I like stick to stick my dick in there. Just stick it in and wiggle it around. I load in her pussy. I'm like, I'm done, bitch. Get out. Yeah, but that's so not Enigma. There is there is a genre for you know there is a demographic of women that's into that. But but no, so yeah, yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show. What else is on Potato Mayhem? We got some Dell stuff. Dell, what you yes. got? Yes. Um, if you haven't noticed, and yes, our you're listeners back to cannot, my hair has been refreshed. I am yet again half and half. It is It is. It is a good look. Yes. So I got that done at a dungeon as a quasi scene. Oh, was that the sh- the straight razor yeah, one? Yeah, it's the straight razor. Oh, okay, great. Who did it? Um, Just a friend? Yeah, it's a friend. Yeah, cool. I didn't ask the permission. A friend name. whom you trust with a straight yes. razor. Okay. Uh, and they only nicked me twice. Oh, only? <laughs> yes. One little tiny one on my lip and one on my head. I was wondering where your fucking ear went. <laughs> 
I was I thinking you were doing like a whole Van Gogh thing. Symmetrical. Yes. Um, I just thought the Van Gogh thing was like. I'm not going to argue. I forgot what they're called. I have to recheck. There's a stick to cause like the stop bleeding. It stings like a mother to to muggles. For me, it's like okay, that that feels like pinching. Oh, you mean super glue? No, no. Is it that silver nitrate stuff? Um, something similar, yeah. but yeah, it just causes your bleeding to stop, despite right. like your head bleeds profusely. It's yes, so it does. Chosen, and it, it stopped it fairly quickly. It just hurt for about 15 seconds. Like I put hot sauce in my eye, put on my head. Oh my God. It felt like that. You know what but hurts? But I'm a masochist, so that works. Um, Laser. Yes. Get, see, she's, that's your next step. Why always shave it when you can just laser it off? If I laser it off, I have to commit to one side, and commitment sounds hard. Yeah, it's true. Also, it costs money, like a lot of money. And then you don't look like me. See, my hair's grown back a lot. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. I remember. Did I ever say that on the show? I've done. No. I've done uh, laser hair removal. Yeah. That's why my hairline is so fucked up. Look at me. I look like a fucking monk. I, I don't look, know what you're talking look about. Look at my hairline. It is that most hairlines who no, they are do like not they go that low. They, they go do that not low. go that low at all. Most hairlines are a horseshoe that go right up here. Mine goes like six inches. Farther. But you shave it, so who cares? Yeah, but if you don't shave it, I'm standing around and people are like, "What the fuck is wrong with that guy's head?" <laughs> no, they're not. Because they're I like, think you greatly overestimate how much he, no, no, people heard, are looking at I've your heard. hair. I've absolutely heard. Wow. So that, but the head hurts so much when they laser against it. You have to go the lightest set. At least I did because I'm a giant pussy. I had to go. It's to like the, you've gotten tattoos, right? No, 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 Wait, dude. How long ago was it's this? A, this was like 15. Well, I assume years if it's ago. on your I head, money. I had money. Like I spent like 15 yeah, much fat it's a lot, between your head what? skin and your. It's a lot yeah. different now. It's not that painful. What the laser? Yeah. Have you done it? No, my friend recently okay. had it done. And, and my cousin had it done like 20 years ago, and they've compared notes, and it's like fucking night and day. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but it was expensive. Yeah, I spent like is. 1500 bucks, and then they're all, oh, they lied. They're like, oh, it's only going to take three sessions, and then you'll be bald. Because I knew the hair, once the hair started they falling out- They always underestimate those numbers. Yeah, it's not coming back, so I'm like, well, I'll just get it lasered off, and then I won't ever have to shave my head. And after like seven, 10 sessions, <clears throat> at like 150 bucks each- uh, I'm like, I can't afford to do this anymore. It, it keeps coming back in lighter and lighter amounts. Well, you can see by the ring, I have yeah. nothing on top. So the top scragglers, those don't come nothing. And I just have this weird fryer tuck thing going around my head that people just look. <laughs> Something weird is happening when we're all sitting so close to each other. It's like we're having an actual conversation. and We've gone off the deep end into some you weird hair discussion. We want to get back to like normal potato mayhem. Kathy, yes. you and I are actually farther away than we have ever been in any show. That's very true because I have yeah, my like handheld mic and I don't have to have it sitting on the table yeah, right next to you. we are literally like... I'm, I'm closer like, to Kathy than I've ever been. That's, yeah! Don't <laughs> touch me with your foot! You guys Hi, are playing Kathy. footsies! Shut up, all flip-flop. of you! <laughs> next is a hand job! Yeah, from the footsie to hand I'm gonna rub <laughs> my <laughs> balls on your bed. Ew! <laughs> Keep your balls away from my Ew, bed. are we moving on now? Please. <laughs> oh, dear God. Helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king shaming world.
See, we had more Dell stuff on Potato Mayhem, but I'm sorry we used up all that time talking about laser hair removal so, for men. So when Mew is not here, we actually stick the time. <laughs> <laughs> it suddenly seems to just go over time. That's true. We'll have Potato Mayhem 2 and hear Dell's other stuff. Okay. Potato Mayhem Part 2, which I never played the Potato Mayhem jingle. No, it's you don't. Do you even silly. have it? Of course. You might be motivated if you made a new one. Potato Mayhem, if there's not blood, it's not good enough. Dell, so what else is going on? <laughs> oh, oh, directly into two. That's a very quick sequel. Um, so for Video Game Land, um, I think I've, for mockery of me, it's even worse than Pokemon Go. I got in, back into Fortnite. Oh my God, that is straightener. So you don't have a life anymore. Well, well more of that's like, Oh, so many people with terrible microphones and small children and just masochisms of dying to people that play this a lot more than me. Kathy, you don't know about that game, but it's worse. I'm wor- literally it's, yawning it's, right It's the Fork Knight. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse than Pokemon Go. It's um, worse. And well, other things of, I had my one of my LA partners, uh, not Devil, actually come down to Orange County. That was fun. So you had a play partner actually travel to you, which yes. never happened? Now you didn't have yes. to drive? Like I didn't have someone to drive, came to you, but um, we just got coffee and we. Uh, what did we do otherwise? Uh, we did coffee and something else. Mm, My brain's blanking. Triple but we didn't penetration. Come to mind be- no, because they're allergic to cats, and I have a cat. So my place is kind of like forbidden unless a certain bird cleans it like the day before. A certain bird. A certain bird. Which is on the docket. They want a schedule. So I'll have another one. And then they'll drive back. Four months between. And then they'll drive back and it's triple penetration. (laughs) That requires um, two other men folk to join me for that. Um, That's a bit easier with their husband at their place. Del, 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 Del. There's attachments and dildos, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> when I say triple t- penetration, I'm one penis policy douchebag. Mm-hmm. That means yeah, you my, are. That means my penis is going into all three holes. Not okay. at the same time. Gotcha. Not, I mean, they can suck a, th- you know, can, they can suck my thumb, and then I can have another thumb in their butthole. You're ruining my fantasy. Like of what, Mister? My dick is going in all three holes. Well, that's a lot of dick. It is a lot of dick. I can do it. They sell, no, you can't. They sell clona willies. Um, I found one, Absolutely. not potato mayhem. I had to go to very niche sites because the one I wanted was out of stock. They sell a chocolate clona willy. So you can make a chocolate clone of your penis. Of a penis. Devil complained that there was no dark chocolate. I'm like, you make a mold. You can just get dark yeah, yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fill it with whatever. Caramel. Gravy. So what's in so now what's in Fet Life? Okay, so this is thank you so much to Dolly Gwen for tagging me on this. It's by a mischief managed. He's one of our returning authors. Mischief managed. Yes. And I promised I'd give him a plug. He's going to be at Kinky College in Chicago this spring. That's all the information he gave me. So he also just opened an Etsy store called A Mischief Managed. So if you have a chance, just. See, it's a Harry Potter reference to the map, Kathy. I, yeah. You know what? Kathy well, do you actually know that? got that. Please. I know more than you do about Harry Potter. That's What sad. was it called? What? What, what was, was the map called? What was it? What was it called? Yeah. I, I don't care. The What's Marauders my tattoo map. called? The Marauders map. What? What's my tattoo called? Your tattoo's called uh, uh, ink? The Deathly, Deathly Hollows. Hollows. <laughs> <laughs> the, the point goes to Kathy. Ah, again. Thank you. 
I mean, let's play I, I this game. <laughs> let's play this Harry Potter game. Jesus Christ. Just okay, fine. <laughs> All right. He wrote a post called Reclaiming Spaces, a healthy place for humiliation, abuse, insert trauma here. This is a rather poetic post. I normally don't pick stuff like this, but he's a really great writer. So he writes, she fantasized about being tied up onto a table and used by an older man. And while many would try to use that emotional or sexual wound to fuck some young girl, what she really needed was someone to help her reclaim her own sexuality, one that was robbed from her in her past, and to stay after the fucking was done to fight against her own fear of abandonment. She struggled with her own body rejecting any kind of play and penetration, and while so many gave up on her because they couldn't get a quick fuck, what she really needed was someone gentle enough to help her find spaces where sex and sexuality was safe and non-threatening. Only in that space did her body allow something inside without imploding, allowing her to feel like a woman again and not something broken. It's one thing to use this place or others to satisfy some inner craving. It's a completely different thing to talk with someone and help them tame some of their inner demons, giving them a healthier place to express themselves or reclaiming some part of their haunted past and giving it a place to be. Well said, sir. It's very well said. Well said. It's very well written. I like it. Mischief managed. <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I like this post. I mean, I had kind of a grumpy moment in this post, which sounds weird. No. It is true. You have a grumpy moment in every post I read. It's true. Well, someone has to be the dick. That's true. Um, you do it so well. I love the idea of all of these things. And, and as most of our listeners know, as I just described, um, I see benefit personally from going to that next level with my partners and kind of looking for that thing. And we and these are the stories that we talk about all the time on the show. And I, we've all talked about our vulnerabilities and learning about people and learning about our partners and when things happen and bot, reading body language and the communication before, during, and after. And we do talk kind of ad nauseum about that. It's pretty much what the show is about. But I, I don't like the idea that it's it should always be expected that I'm always here to save someone or to take them to that next level. I don't like that. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Because I don't think- it's a fucking, it's a kinky sex lifestyle. And so it is okay to come here and, and, get your to, rocks off. and, to, and to get your rocks off and yeah. want kinky sex. I mean, as long as you're consenting to it, as long as you're, you're laying everything on the table and you're saying, this is what I'm interested in. I don't think you're necessarily a bad person if you don't look deeper into your partner's eyes and look for every nuance that they're not able to tell you or they're able to articulate because they do have a personal responsibility to also not be involved in certain activities that they're not ready for and the person that is going along with them saying i want to be tied down and fucked by an older guy um I don't think it should be an expectation that every older guy is supposed to see through that and go, well, I know psychologically what you really need. I agree. And he even says it's one thing to do this. It's another to do that. He doesn't in any way say one is better than the other. But I do know that kind of bias that you're referring to where people say this, this isn't the community isn't just about getting, you know, fucked and we're better than that because, you know, we mentor people or we, I mean, I have have actually heard that kind of bias and I don't I like well. it any more than you do because I, I like, 
not everything I do has to be deep and intense. Um, but I think that what he touched on, and the reason why I liked this post, was that he really is uh, pointing at the the thing that that makes outsiders not understand what the core of the community is. In, in, particularly if you're at, let's say you're at a party and you see the creeper come in. When we have these these names, the predators, the creepers, the ones who don't understand and think that this is just a sex club, where you do come and get your rocks off and then leave. Or one of those sex shops that you go to. And they don't understand the how uh, uh, at the core, the majority of us will go for, or at least search for that kind of deeper commitment, that kind of... Um, partner that is going to help you move on, move past things, improve yourself. You're right that not everybody does that. But I'll say again, that at the core of our community, that is what I see a lot. I think and and I think that goes along with saying like in any community, whether it's your bowling league or, you know, your Harry Potter Wizards Unite or your Fortnite, maybe not as much in Fortnite community um, because it's a lot of immature, angry people on microphones. But um, community teabagging. But I, but I think, <laughs> but I think there's, I think in general, if given an opportunity, most people want to at least be relatively decent. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I, if, given, if given an opportunity to not have to be a complete dick, I think most people are at least attempting to live and let live and to not harm people and to not break laws and to not do that. Whether we do that occasionally or have accidents or things that we fuck up, that's normal. But I'm saying in general that not every, you know, if you're in a community like in, pokemon go wherever most of the people are, are are relatively cool and then of course you have to deal with the people that are are not does that make sense i kind of do you guys have anything to weigh in on i mean yeah i think in general like like most people are good it's the dicks that t just tend to be the loudest ones i think that's why a lot of people's perception of certain communities is like uh is that everybody's everybody is a terrible person because just the terrible people are loud but if you're a good, decent, normal person, you're not going to make the news. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, with the Enigma thing, when there's accountability of if I'm a dick and, like, there's lasting impact versus, like, comparison to Fortnite, if you're an asshole to some random, like, gamer in your little online thing, no one's going to see it again. But if you're a jerk at a munch in front of 80 people, they're going to remember that. Yeah. That's true. I just, um, I'm going to go back to to what I said, it um, it's the reason why you get so many people on FetLife posting and saying, why do I get so many assholes emailing me saying, hey, baby, let's, you know, how much you charge or something like that? Because they it, messaged it. They didn't post it on the wall. That's true. But it's also the, it, those are the people that you're referring, that he's referring to that don't understand why it is the majority of us go into this. Yeah, it's exciting. It's titillating. Frankly, if it weren't, we wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. But it, it what, uh, the the more you continue in kink, the more you understand that it can lead you to places where it's doing things for you that you're not able to do elsewhere in life. It's helping you unpack what you have never been able to unpack. It's helping you move on, especially if you find a good partner who understands that that is one of the beautiful things about 
any kind of kink play that it can be titillating and sexual and just so fucking hot, but it can also lead you to places that you have not been able to go to before in an effort to improve yourself. And that, if I had to point toward anything, that would be the one thing most people don't understand about the kink community. And it's that big dividing line that is going to make and I know you don't like this a lot sometimes, but it's going to make some of us go, well, this is the community and make the, the, the people on the other side of that line go, you, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I just came here to get off. Which is pretty close to what I came here for, because that was my perception of, of kink was that you spank someone and and you got horny and then you fuck them. And then nothing I, wrong with that. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong, and and of course, once I got here, and then of course, once I discovered that there were other roads to go to and play, and and so forth, then I started discovering kind of those treasures that you're talking about. That I've you know the the basics were there that I was still wanted a good performance, and I wanted the other person to have a great time and enjoy themselves, but I didn't understand a lot of the nuances of that communication and intimacy that can occur during play when you create that bigger atmosphere of communication and, and stuff around that. Yeah. Yeah, I good agree. Post. I agree with that. I like it a lot. That was, that was good. A lot. You got to tell me what's next, though. Uh, I think it's Dell. Oh, is it? Mr. What? Discord Dell. All right, let me look under oh, this Oh, why do you have to crouch down like that? Dell's got the moves wearing motherfucking leather pants. See, that's one of those uh, that's one of those jingles that uh, I have to now adapt to the new board. Why? What's wrong with it? Didn't you hear how loud that was? It was kind of loud. Hear it from over here. Well, because the mastering is different in the different the newer jingles have new Festival mastering level settings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing some shit. Sorry about that. Sorry We're to good. to our listeners that I just, just <laughs> blew out their the, eardrums. Scared the shit out of because so, it scared yes. me. Uh, three out of four made it through the gauntlet this week. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we had some um, requests for updating the website. <laughs> Those are marvelous requests. Yes, yeah, specifically linking the SoundCloud, the YouTube, and possibly the flag so they can actually put flags down. The like, flag? Like we have an actual flag image that we have. Oh, what? We actually do have a flag. Enigma tracked it down for one of our Discordians. Because they the look be able of to fear on Enigma's face. Print I'm it a, out oh, so you could I'm put all, it wait down a in the physical ground. Wait a minute. I'm not sure what you're talking about. A flag? <laughs> yeah. It, you, we you have shared a, it. We have a perverted podcast flag? Yeah, it's a little pink flag. It says perverted podcast on it. I, I, did Jay make that? <laughs> yes, he did. A flag? Wait, I, is it the PP logo just on a... It's on one of our uh, one of the one of the pictures of the logo things he did for us. I think it's the is two girls together. Or something. Yeah, that that, that that got put on. Or I thought that was a flag. Oh, that's the stick. Wait, is that the sticker? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. on everything. It, it looks like a flag to me. Like, it kind of does. It's stick. got that weird wavy thing happening. No, to that's it. our that's like our that's that's uh, oh, okay. Jay's. Yeah, yeah. Like, I shared that. I had no idea. It was a flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the sticker. <laughs> like, I imagine that like on like a thin like I don't know like T mixer of just a little stick of you put it down oh. as like a ground marker as a flag. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it it'd be does. a great flag. I think it would be uh, torn down by a lot of people and stolen by even more. <laughs> and then we get more listeners because they look yeah. at it. Yeah, because it's uh, yeah. But um, okay, there's that. 
Um, there was a clarification on that crush um, that was mentioned the, vaguely between the both of you. Oh, crush. and they were more into me, obviously, right? Um, the girls squeed at the comment. They were listening to it on the road. <laughs> to clarify the crush, she loves Kathy's voice and insight, but it's Boogie's humor that makes her crush on him. Aww. Oh, in your face, bitch! Oh and she was giggling God. at in your, your submarine face, penis. Kathy, my submarine penis? Yeah, you said that, apparently. Oh, my I, God. I have people refer to so many things, and I'm like, that what? sounds like something. I said that? I'm sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> you sound like Scooby. Uh-huh. Raggy. <laughs> uh, we had people branching out from our uh, standard culinary cookies to they made... Banana, banana pussy bread. <gasps> banana pussy bread. Yes. And what's the process? What they do? Of that? Put the dough. The exact in, same, but the batter. So they put, yeah, the batter instead. Oh. Okay, so they put the dough. The, the batter. Yeah, the, the dough. Whatever the, the dough. pre-bread. Bread. Yeah, the pre-bread. Yes. The dough. So yeah, because the dough is thick, like cookie dough. Yeah. So they just made banana bread. Bravo. Yes. Bravo. Did they God say damn. how the banana bread came out? Um, I asked them how they taste, and in they wanted lo- to say it tasted like vagina, but just I tastes like very like little loaves. Well, no, because it shouldn't taste like vagina because they have yeah, no, it in condoms. They did yeah. it right. Yeah. It did you did something wrong? Yeah. <laughs> well, just to clarify, you have to wrap it in uh, saran wrap, cling wrap first, and then put the condoms over it, and then wrap do, it again, do not and put then raw dough directly into your orifice, d- or or put raw dough directly into a condom because Slash then, yeast. Because they, yes, because then it will just taste like a condom bread, which I'm sure has a nice rubbery, latexy kind of kind of thing. So yeah, Ew. put the wrap around the the dough first, and then make the dildo into the condom. Yes. Good, very good. Um, other things, uh, there were three different covers of Bad Guy, that are the Billy the Ailey Billy song. Billy Ailey, yeah. Um, one was a dildo. Like nice. literally the vibration of a dildo. Right. Another one was um I'm gonna slaughter this. Dovin Smurts. Dovin it's from that cartoon with a little purple platypus or whatever. Okay. Someone did like a um they changed out the word and they did it in his voice. Right. And then there was one of Harry Potter where they did sound clips to turn it into that. This so is so confusing. This is internet. The all all the young'uns. The young'uns? The young'uns are into, 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 the youngers are into Billie Eilish now, who has some really cool, interesting produced songs. Some just though, it's, the, it's the new pop. Though Mimi, know. it's always that one song. It's what? not the other ones. It's always bad guys that they want to cover. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, the other ones, the, there's the one that sounds like The Doors, People Are Strange, and then there's another one that... that but some cool, I mean, some really cool production. Like, literally very... Who is this again? Billie Eilish. Yeah, is, Billie is it Eilish she yeah. produced? Yeah. yeah. So that's the new that's the new uh, creative, you know, interesting thing. The videos are real cool. Yes. Our eyes bleed mud. Or uh. The young people also like Wendy, who totally ripped Burger King a new one, which is per normal. Burger King came out with a burger. There's no burger in it. It's just fries. I'm they sorry, put a what? potato burger? No, they literally just have French fries, like, crisscrossed inside of it. And you're like... When, like Wendy's has like a very sassy Twitter account and they're like yep the only thing they could do better than a Burger King patty first off sassy. french fry french fry burgers are pretty good just but there's just, no burger in it it's just fries yeah, and even, other toppings even doghouse has french fries in their burger but there's a burger in there it's okay, well, frankly enough. one I'm of their not, more I'm delicious ones i'm just ones. saying for the vegetarians that don't eat meat Potato tacos are hardcore, and uh, you yeah. French fries with all the fixins of a burger can still kind of yeah. cut. 
if you're not into the because those some of those veggie burgers, man, just they just it that's just dog food. You They've know, apparently they just, gotten better, but I just don't. Touch yeah, some them. Of, some of them are good, and some of them are you know whatever. But sometimes you just don't want to fake it, and just I want an alternative. Potato is a great alternative for I because I used to date a vegetarian, and before that, every meal had to have meat. Everything had to have meat or it wasn't a goddamn meal. And then I dated a vegetarian when I was in the lifestyle, like one of my first daddy little girl dynamics that I totally fucked that up. Um, oh, that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> but uh, but she was a veg. And so I had to, I learned, you know, how to, how to, how to cue. She wasn't a veg, like a vegetable, <laughs> like she was in a coma. She was a veg. <laughs> only, only when I had sex with her uh, did she look at me like that. Oh, boogie. Um, I wasn't as good back then. I just wasn't All right. She was a vegetarian. She would have loved the burger. So, no. With no burger. Well, yeah. She made alternatives. And so I learned you don't have to have meat in every meal. And I learned a bunch of little things. And of course, I still love fucking meat and I'm a carnivore. But I don't have to eat meat every meal now. I see. So I'm standing up for the French fry thing. All right. I'm not going to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just laughing because while you're talking, I'm listening. Enigma's just enraptured by one of the other entries for this week, which was okay. dildo yoga. What a what a what a dildo I, yoga. I can already picture it. They, oh. they do contortion things and, and then they just, eventually, oh, like, look at that. Freeform from them doing a handstand into just going on the dildo and they're going to do another flip. That so is one of the That check. is amazing. So, so that's a video. So right now the girl is squatting in this video and but she's doing yoga poses and then kind of winding up yep. and then on the dildo the, yep. and then it kind of looks Yowza. That kind of looks like they didn't think it through like they just said oh we have an no, idea no no they this. thought of it deliberately like it, they did a full on like handstand thing before okay and then they so okay now this it. is a different move they're in a handstand they're okay that's the that's the beginning okay that's the salutation kind of posy thing and now yeah. she's moving her way around so i guess the goal is to end up all the poses yeah, with they, the dildo inside of you now she's doing that yeah, holding herself up this by is her about arms where you thing. entered and now, the, oh, the and now it's yeah, that's back the, inside. That's the loop. Okay, that's that's more legitimate. Yeah, no, you just I entered in the middle of it. I can't see Kathy or I pulling moves like that off. I'm trying to imagine me doing my head, and I want Kathy. Laugh we would just loud. literally roll across the carpet and say, "Just say some <laughs> chanting shit, and I'll stick it in you." I would just. Love- By the way, what is that weird, you know, cocoon-looking larva thing plushie on my bed? It's a hermit crab. It's a crab in a blanket. It looks like larva. It, it's a very cheap plushie from a Japanese importer, uh, Minnesota, and they just make really cheap plush soft. But they're and you had cool. to get it. You just had yeah, to have I kinda it. Yeah, kind of had to. Because it's a it's a crab in a in a. They make other tube. cute things, but it mostly they it, it got it. Kathy, don't hate. Mucus. Don't I hate on it. the French fry don't burger. Of other things, I brought <laughs> Mew. I brought Mew an anime recommendation, but they're not here. You know, Mew has a lot to answer for. She's not here. She is. <laughs> I'll not. bring it up next time. But I'm um, eating those fucking pocky sticks. Okay. I'm All right. Let her know. You should. We should like send her pictures of you eating them. <laughs> like I'll hold them over your mouth and you'll just be like, Yeah, I could have had them. <laughs> She'll be butthurt. Let's do it. (laughs) That's so mean. Let's see. Other fun things. Um, There's a bit of a contention of people's opinion of it. There is a makeup line of war paint for men. A makeup war paint for men. Just makeup for men. They have to call it war paint. It's all very minimalistic black stuff. And it apparently was similar ish pricing to like Mac or something else. But it was just like, for men. I'm like, 
okay, cool. It looks minimalistic and gothy. Why why'd you have to be for men? It's like okay. Because yeah. it's just marketing. Men it just need sounds to like to have that title on there. I'm not wearing makeup, I'm wearing war paint. Which of course you're now gonna have the Native Americans get getting pissed off about yeah. that because you're But it's from the Because you're appropriating so their no, culture. They, yeah, they we killed yeah. them all there. Okay, good. Um but for more amusing things, um uh, people fed you, you know on those little candy hearts the various like cute things and on them uh-huh. they fed a neural network a computer that and it spat out its own version of various what it thinks should be on candy hearts okay give me a couple of those um body party the ooh bath towels mild feel so be it heart treat buns 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 candy hole done that's the winner Right there. Done. Computer. <laughs> Computer came up with a good one. Candy hole. Computer. Computer. <laughs> Candy hole. I can't do it without the dilithium crystals. <laughs> I'm giving it all she's got, I'm Captain. I'm giving it all she's got. <laughs> and on, We're so old. And <laughs> not the onion. There was a news line story of Utah lawsmakers get tough on porn. Ease up on polygamy. Hmm. Oh, so so they got so they got tough on porn, but now they're kind of backing off. Yes, it's no longer a prismal offense, apparently. In Utah, you can oh, so they so it's no longer against the law. No, it's against the law. But like the sister wives, like the practice, because they're sister wives, they're like married, but they're not married by like the state. So no longer they're gonna. When you did that previously, they would like go after you, but they're on like giant compounds. So they did that so you could actually like report like children children abuse so they'll let you marry all the adults you want yes but just not the munchkins that's fun see i don't have a problem with that yeah Yeah. why would anybody and i don't have a problem as as someone into polyamory it just seems like a ridiculous law anyway if people want to get married for their legal reasons to where they you know share their taxes and you know power of attorneys and and all the the, whatever the the business transaction of the comparison of that byline amused me yeah of on that, um, there was also a thruple. I've not heard that term before. On house hunters, a wow. thruple. That, that's, that's three. Really? That's a, yes. And people actually liked it. Huh. And they had some unique um, f- issues. Of they wanted a bathroom, and th- like there wasn't enough sinks for the three of them. So they had to like figure <laughs> out issues of like hunting for houses, like as taking turns, a tri couple. Interesting. And for terrifying boogie of this is an actual food thing posted on New York Times, the food section, cherry cola, chocolate, mayonnaise, sauerkraut, cake. Why? 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 That's you, not just like the why? internet. Kathy, actually... That's called methamphetamine. <laughs> it's called <laughs> so methamphetamine, gross. acid and PCP all working together. Ew. And then you put a sticker in the middle and they'll eat it because you tell them that God lives inside of that and they'll start fucking it and then they'll eat it. Mm. If you want to be less disturbed, someone forged dark chocolate into a knife. Ooh. Yeah. That is less disturbing. And so yeah. when you slice it across the neck, it leaves a strip of chocolate. That I can then lick off. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 baby. It's one of the YouTubers that like they'll craft knives out of like anything and they did a chocolate one. It's like, Okay, near the end, it's like, is this a video of a serial killer? Like, they set up a little scene of, like, the knife, like, slowly lowering and, and like, a balloon unicorn, like, going towards the poppet. It's like, oh, no, oh, no, the chocolate knife, it's going to kill you. And it was like, <laughs> what? What was the end of this? This is educational. I'm like, okay, this is now a scene. <laughs> nice. See, the things I love. What? That's what you love from the Discord? He also loves snore shockers. There's a little thing you can put on your head that will shock you if it hears a snore. <laughs> 
I want to put that on Creative Explorer. <laughs> is he a snore? <laughs> Occasionally he'll snore and not even know it. What? I mean, but that takes away, I mean, it is kind of its own kink to where you can literally just have a buzzer and have the person all night long going, God damn it, it's going to go off. It's going to go out. They're never going to sleep a wink knowing that the partner has access to that fucking buzzer. But it would be kind of fun to just be like, eh. And have them get up. But just, it takes away the thrill of the slap to the side or the shoving them on their face, you know, when yeah, they snore. I'm, I ain't going to do that. I'll get in trouble for that. Oh, that's true. I'll get punished for that. It automatically does it. It wasn't your doing. Can you put it, can you put it on their balls? <laughs> or does it, it have to hear snore? Does like a Nerf gun just go, when they hear the cocking, just the, 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 then they know. Then they know. Train them. What's next? Fun phrases. One more thing. Um, how would you get someone, uh, a lady folk, to undress them with your words? How would you get it to? How would you get? It's some- a joke. Um, under undress me with your words, and the man says, "There's a spider in your bra." Oh, that would. Have you ever have you ever done the spider dance where you something is in your bra? I did that. Wait, I did I that today, Kathy. <laughs> no. that fucking today. I, I swear to, to God, I flipped that fucking thing off so bad I just undid it with one hand. Really? Yeah. Wow, look at you. Because I'm a 42 double A, Kathy. I got some fucking middies. You're such a fucking liar. <laughs> got myself liar. some middies. You do not. I do the spider dance all the I did kill a spider today. It got in my car, and I'm like, you. you are not going to crawl in my mouth when I'm sleeping. Oh, boogie. Like any number of people. Did I tell you someone opened my door in the middle of the night three nights ago? And why were they unlocked? unlocked? I thought it was like, well, I hit the lock and it's dark. So I must have hit it to unlock instead of lock. And I hear the click and I go to sleep in my parking lot. And there's a lot of uh, cars and homeless people in cars in that parking lot. And like 3.30 in the morning, the door rips open and I hear, John! (laughs) And I sit up. And I'm all, I couldn't think of anything. I used to be much better. I used to be like, what the fuck? You know, but all I could say was, who are you looking for? (laughs) And the guy's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. And I'm all, close the door. (laughs) Closes the door. And then I hear this fuck, like, go from door to door. (laughs) Goes down like four more cars to another silver looking car. And I just hear the door open. He's like, oh, my God, that's so funny. I totally walked in the wrong car. <laughs> <laughs> Slam the door. And I'm like, God damn Boogie, it. I lock the fucking need door. need to get a place to live. So I thought I did. Now I go, okay, did I actually hit the oh. door the right way? All right, we got some kinky world news coming. Do we have kinky? What? You're the one who chose this. Do kinky I have to play kinky news? world Crouch news? Crouch down. Uh, London also had a fashion show. <laughs> What happened in London? Uh, there was a fashion show, and they had BDSM gowns, and oh. they're quite majestic. Who was the designer? Um, I'll have to check. It was oh. from a couple of discords ago. I, I had the images up. Nice. Perverted Podcast News. We're going back into uh, the news. That's uh, not Perverted Podcast News. It's kinky world news you were supposed to pick. <laughs> there's no Perverted Podcast News. I'm far enough away that I can burp now. No, you're not. And I, I can probably... We are what all going to find in a smaller room. Please stop burping in my room. I don't even know what that was. Do I have to open the door now and just... I, I, I don't know. We'll, no. We'll, we'll don't see what do happens. that again. I've been farting for the last half hour, you're Kathy. You're such a liar. Okay, so here's something I, I you know... Because I want to get back into kinky world kinky news. Kinky world news, yeah. And it's not necessarily kinky, but I thought the discussion points uh, behind it were really good. So everyone knows Steven Spielberg, you know, 
big director, E.T., you know, some other stuff that he's done, Jurassic Park. So he's, I guess he has an adopted daughter. I'm not even going to really spend that much time on the daughter because I want to focus on the the parents. Um, So basically the daughter is adopted and she says, well, I want to make my own money. I don't want to just rely on my rich parents and I want to, you know, have power in my own body. And she wants to basically start doing like solo masturbation porn video and some type of sex work um, in whatever that is, you know, performances or videos or something like that. So, of course, the entire uh, non-kink world gets really crazy about this and all the different comments start coming back. And apparently the Spielberg's reaction we haven't really heard from them what they think, but they kind of responded like, oh, that's very intriguing. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you've devastated the family. Oh, you've done whatever, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, I don't know how they're working it out or trying to be supportive or they're going to be negative or whatever. But in our world, we're like, okay, well, sex work it can be a very positive thing and, and it is very empowering for your body. And if you're safe and you do it well, um, and you, you take care of yourself, why shouldn't you make a living with your body if you can do that? I think most of us in the room kind of agree with that. Uh, yeah. The decriminalization of sex work uh, to make it safer so there's actual rights and things like other countries do. I think we're all pretty well supportive of that and have talked about that. We are. But what I want to talk about mm-hmm. is um, kind of the parents' aspect because so many comments... And other radio, I've heard, you know, other radio shows and whatever, and they're like, oh my God, you spend your whole life trying to keep your daughter off the pole, and then she gets on that, and it's just all shame, and the parents obviously failed, and it, it was all about bad parenting, and so many comments that just degrade making that choice, and what I kind of wanted to to talk about was how we encourage parents to treat their children like things instead of independent people that can make a choice to be a sex worker if that's what they really want to do. You know, I haven't, the, the problem I have with that though is, is the same conversation I had with my mother when I was, becoming a teenager and wanted to go out and I would want to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show and I would want to stay out till, you know, dawn. And and I said, why, I would get pissed off and say, why don't you trust me? And she said, would say, I do trust you. It's the rest of the world I don't trust. Mm-hmm. So if it were acceptable for women to monetize their bodies. And, or men. Or men, that's true. And because of that, laws were enacted to protect them and they were able to get medical insurance and they were able to get liability insurance and it was not a taboo and we weren't such a puritanical society, then it would be simply another career path to go down. Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. And a parent, and I can only project here because I'm not a parent, but I, I do have a goddaughter, and if this were ever to happen to her, my immediate concern would be she is going to be degraded. Men are going to treat her badly. 
they are going to either treat her badly in person or they're going to treat her badly verbally. Uh, and she will be treated like a piece of meat. And I know what an amazing person she is. As though women aren't being treated like pieces of meat already. Well, at least we Just try more. not to. You're saying we more. even pretend not to. Right. There is something to at least trying to be a normal, decent person in society, even if inside you want to, you know, nail that person and fuck them silly. We don't, right? If this is your secretary, you especially now, you're very careful about treating them in any disrespectful way. So you're saying because you chose to be a stripper, we should just all kind of just not be strippers because society's... I'm I'm talking about realistically, if you are a parent and somebody, you have a daughter that you care about, what you see is how difficult it is going to be for them because the rest of the world is going to treat them badly. Well, I'm sure you could have said, couldn't you say that about being gay? It's just bit that as a career choice, it's a very niche one that like that get high levels of success so to put your hopes and dreams on that career not to say it's a bad choice but it might not be the ideal choice or that's what kathy's trying to say it's not a bad choice what i'm saying is that from a, a parent's point of view their primary concern is protecting their daughter their children and you can and they are going into a career that is going to be very difficult for them it's not going to be an easy career and they're not going to be treated well so you don't have the same concern if some if your daughter says I want to go be a receptionist here or I want to become a doctor. They're going to have all kinds of other concerns, but that will not be one of the concerns. So as bad as it sounds, that's the world that we live in. You're not going to be that protected if you are a stripper, if you're going to do sell your videos or live stream online. You're, you're going to have issues that far out, outweigh the issues that the average career has. I totally hear you. But I also hear that same language used all the way up until like the last five years to every gay child that you're going to have problems. This is the only the reason I don't want you to be gay is because you, this is this is going to be hard on you and people are going to insult you and you're going to you lose said, a job. I, there's a problem. And Nobody says the reason I don't want you to be gay. No, what no, no. Saying I'm saying it's it, is I, I I'm very, very concerned about you. This is I am not going to if you say to your your parents. I've decided to go down this career path. Are they really saying that? Are they really saying that, Kathy, because they don't want the child to have a hard time? Or are they saying that because they don't want their fucking friends and their coworkers and their career partners to say you're you failed as a parent so this obviously we can't associate this is a multifaceted issue it's See, not like, I think it's more a, about that because no, I, I, don't, I, don't I don't think I, I think feel like discreet. we don't have like Kathy has you have uh, what, what's the word for like nieces and nephews or just like goddaughters God nieces and yeah God you have those I don't I'm not sure if Boogie does. I don't think Enigma does. I'm not sure we have the best place to like try well, to speak to this. That, regard, that no, grade. regardless of whether or not we have children or not, we can speak about the individual that has to constantly deal not only with society rejecting their sexuality, but with a family 
trying to treat their their child like a thing instead of a person. I totally understand. I want to protect you from things that are going to harm you. But what if the child says, well, I want to be a part of something that can hopefully lead to change, that can hopefully lead to laws that do change, that we have more support from families coming in and saying, look, I, I know this is going to be a rough road for you, but if this is your choice as an adult, then I'm going to love and support you. And I hope that it goes uh, well for you. And if it doesn't, then I've shared my piece that I'm concerned about your feelings. But if we don't start standing up and supporting uh, young people who want to stand up and take their bodies back away from this fear of, of judgment and whatever... Then how are we ever going to change? How are we? Ever, how is prostitution ever going to be legal? Why is it legal in these other countries? What happened there? Was it just always legal when they did this? Was there ever a pushback, or was it just always? Is it just America? You know that we have these things. Like when, when do people stand up and start supporting people that that want to enter into sex work? Anybody else? I was just going to say, I'm all for people doing like independent stuff, and it's all great. But just like from Kathy's perspective, there was recently the case of Girls Do Porn where they tricked, like an agency tricked people of, oh, yeah, these are going to be DVDs abroad. You don't have to worry about it. And it's US-based markets, and it's ruined their lives. Like It's not just like the, the act of sex work. The industry, depending on who you're with, is actively not does not have your best interest in mind. They and then your lifespan in the industry is not as long as some others. Like it's like um sports of that has a finite chef life. Besides like I don't know, like Tony Hawk who's still doing it in his Yeah, like but 60s. parents constantly if the kid wants to play football, then go ahead. You're gonna be crippled by the time you're fucking forty. You're gonna have had seventeen surgeries but and people not be have able gotten to, to the level of concern of they're worried about that now. It's no longer just go into sports. It's your career. It's your life. Like But why? Because a lot of that. people went into sports and forced people to think about the shit that they were going through. So what I'm saying is we're continually going against sex work or sexually liberated career paths that will lead to a change eventually they will we will be forced if we can get people and parents to be more accepting and and allow people to make decisions for themselves when they become adults then won't it eventually just like the the gay movement just like women's rights just like any movement where people had parents that were like you know this is going to really you know harm you to stand up for this or to be a part of this, didn't those things eventually lead to some change? And shouldn't we, how do we get to that change? I mean, the, if, the, the change is happening. It's slow, but it's happening. I mean, the fact that like the, the AVN awards, which is the porn awards, basically like that was on like, it was like, you know, like an ESPN two equivalent, but like ESC 12 equivalent, but like it was on national television and, and and the AVN is the Adult Video Awards. Uh, yes, for and pornography. So, so like, and their conventions are like all over the news, or maybe not all, but like way more publicized. Like, as problematic as sites like Pornhub are, like that has helped make porn sex work more mainstream. More mainstream, and it's not it's not quite to what like like sports is, but it's it's getting there. And I mean, I, I agree that it's and that that industry is filled with humans that made a choice to yeah, do sex work exactly. so at some point they I, want I to so be in there workers. yeah so 
my point is, is if we constantly keep supporting this, all of these reasons to not do something that somebody wants to do, then how are we ever going to make the positive social changes to embrace that thing and make it legal and better and safer? I mean, personally, if, if I had a, a child that was listening to me, I guess, um, like I would encourage them, but I'd also make sure they have all the information. Like they understand what what the industry is that they're getting into, because some people, because sure. some people like 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 what they're talking about with girls who porn, or like I, I remember there's a uh, there's a couple of really good documentaries on Netflix about doing porn and how like the money is super lucrative. Like uh, when you start for yeah for the first like if few you're just years. starting out and you say oh two grand to just like suck some guy's dick like sure, and then with now but like nobody tells these girls the consequences until they've already happened. And I think, and that's, I think that's where the education needs to happen. We're not, we're not arguing that it's a predatory industry. The acting industry is predatory. The music industry is completely predatory. Yes, but we're listing reasons why if it's like why you might not want someone to. I totally understand that. And we're not arguing the fact that, that there are cautions and things that parents would point out, but I'm saying that we've totally ignored the fact that most of this is a fear of their own personal social standing. From the parents' point of view, mm-hmm. and that's why parents tell children that they're the cause that their uncle raped them when they were, you know, a child, is is because of their social standing and their and and their position. So that's kind of what I'm I was trying to get at. That I we understand there's risks, and that and that it's important to empower people to know those risks. But if people don't start getting supported, then we're not going to ever have a change, and we're going to keep that career we're going to keep that field that thing that everybody seems to be interested in in private but in public we don't want to we don't want to talk about it that it's going to keep those things in the shadows and people are going to continue to be exploited and hurt and raped and abused no i thought we were talking about the if you're talking about the point of view of a parent yeah. Okay. I don't uh, think most parents are concerned with, they're more concerned with their kids and their kids' well-being than with uh, advancing the movement toward a free They're on micro, sexual... they're not macro. They care about their kid. They don't care about society as a whole at that particular like, lens. There, there's a hierarchy to their concerns. And so um, I'm, if you're... I, I, Ideologically, yeah, I believe that this puritanical society needs to, you know, get their head out of their ass and and stop thinking about sexuality as such a taboo issue. Uh, And I hope that the world does improve. I don't think it's going to improve that greatly in my lifetime. Um, And there are things that you can do to improve it. And it's a multifaceted problem that has different areas that need to be addressed in order to improve it one of which being the way we see it the the way that religion creates that taboo out of it so it shuts down the conversation and you can never have these kinds of issues debated openly but from if we're talking from a parent's point of view their concerns are vastly different absolutely well how do we empower the parents to respect their children as individuals and share your concerns. I think we're seeing an example of them respecting their their kids. And that's what I'm saying. In this sense, they they can still, I'm sure they've had plenty of private conversations. I'm sure good old Stevie 
has 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 pulled his daughter aside and said, "Look, this is a crazy world, and here's my opinions." But the ultimately, at some point, the parent has to back away because the the child is no longer a child. Right, and and if it depends on the parent. If you're talking about a highly religious parent, they're never going to back off. They will end up doing what their religion tells them sure. to do. If you're talking about someone who maybe even isn't religious, but it is highly puritanical, very conservative, uh, they're still not going to do that. It, it it depends on the mentality of 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 the parent, but. Above and beyond all that will always be the concern for their child and their well-being. Not, uh, surely, absolutely. So our job as a podcast that has people that are parents, how do we speak to them? I don't know that we really do. Uh, frankly, I've spoken to, there are four people I know in the community who are who are parents i know there are other what i'm saying is that i know them as closer friends right and um it's not an easy topic it's no not, that that's it, for sure it is absolutely not an easy topic and uh even when discussing it with them they're like ah, i haven't i haven't even figured out how how to deal with that when it comes to my kids i haven't figured out what I would do if they were to come to me and say they were kinky. I haven't figured any of this stuff out. There's no fucking handbook on this. There is none. And that's kind of, well, isn't that kind of why, I mean, that's the hope. And and, because we can look at the macro, right? Because that's what our show is about, is looking at the macro. We can hopefully empower people that maybe some of our younger listeners who are thinking about having children, maybe this is something you should start preparing for uh, because these conversations are going to happen. Maybe these are the types of things that we can support people that do have children and say, we get this has got to be awful for you. We can't relate because we don't have kids, but this has got to be awful. But here is how you communicate with somebody. We can talk about that. Yeah, we can. I, I These areas always make me feel weird because I, I am not an expert in any way. All I have is my personal opinion and I would never dream of trying to give a parent advice on how to raise a kid. But and, we're we're talking about adults. We're talking yeah, about when they how get to... How to talk to, to adults and how to deal with their kids. Sure. I, I, that's not something I'm comfortable I, I, I discussing it, with them. I, I don't... I know, I, I know we've gone long with this topic, but like, I think the main thing is not just parents, but just society in general, destigmatizing sex. I think that has still has so much stigma behind it that parents have a hard time talking about it because it's it's what they've been raised in yeah and but, so and that is a problem that that ha- that is is, it, it is so parenting. huge yeah that has to deal with their 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 conservative views their political views their religious views the, it's such a multifaceted issue that um how do you get a parent to you know come down off of their conservative high horse and and relax and understand that their child is a sexual being just like they are. You know that is such. We a just keep talking about issue. it. Well, yeah, that's what I we mean. Do. Ultimately, that's what we keep encouraging is that we just keep encouraging people to have these conversations and that it's okay to feel bad, but ultimately you do have to let somebody be their own person, especially when they're an adult. Yep. Look at that. An awkward. Look, everyone got all awkward in the room and shit. I love that shit. What's next? We got one more thing we can do. Some fucking advice. We got some fucking advice? All right. I hear sighs of relief. Oh, when you find your love life waning and you might need some explaining, come to us for some fucking advice. 
We actually had perverted mailbox, but I figure it's going to be that or some fucking advice. Right, let's some do some fucking... sucking advice. Okay. Some sucking some advice. I see Wait. where your mind is. You actually put something in perverted mailbox? It was blank. Where on our sheet? Yeah, yeah. I don't put um, okay. what we have. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess I should. Do you want to see that? Does it? No, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I everything know. else. It's actually just because at the out. last minute, I will sit there looking, trolling through our who, who emailed us and who put a comment on bother on at Facebook. This point. Yeah, yeah. So some fucking advice is a question given to us by benign brat, as if there is such a thing as a benign brat, who says, "Hey, Kathy and Boogie, hope all is well with the changing of homes for the podcast." Well, as you know on that, because we don't know where we're going to be <laughs> next week. I would love your opinion with a talk my Dom and I had recently. During our talk, I requested that our unspoken dynamic be less implicit because it had been causing me to question myself and my position in our DS. I know that it's partially my own insecurities, but instead of clarifying titles, etc., he switched to a whole new question that I was shocked he'd asked. He brought up that after this semester in college, I should move in with him. Now, we had never talked about this before, and we haven't really solidified what our relationship is, aside from having an unspoken DS dynamic. Uh, when I'm at a munch or at any event, I have no idea how to refer to him, and yet now, me moving in is on the table? Now, I'm not opposed to this option. It excites me to no end, and I feel like we'd work really well together since we've spent weeks living with each other before. But the sweetness of it kind of lost its touch when he said it would just make sense instead of me having to constantly drive long ways to see him <laughs> just to head right back the next day. <laughs> I understand his logic, but I hope that it isn't the only reason he would want me to move in. Do you think I should push more about quantifying our relationship into a more specific thing than an unspoken dynamic? Or should I just let it be how it is, even though it plays on my insecurities? And how should I react to the option of moving in with him? Seems a bit soon. If you'd be willing to give your opinions on the matter, I'd really appreciate it since I feel a bit lost with it all. I'll get just in quick. Uh, I didn't see a timeline for moving in. Did they mention the timeline in the thing? I think she. they mentioned that they would revisit this after the semester was over. Or I mean, how long here. were they dating in before? Uh, no, I didn't. I, there was nothing in there. About okay. That. Yeah. So I, I can't comment to the soon thing, but me personally, I wouldn't think of that kind of thing until like at least a year, maybe like a year and a half. I've only cohabitated with one part, two partners. And it was more like incidental of one just would invade for multiple days. Right. Right. And the other one had a religious issue with the family and they're like, yeah, come to mine. You're fine. And they stayed in at my at mine where I was with five other people and five other cats of they were there like four or five months until the point I was like you're, you're gonna pay two utilities and then we got them right. with the boot to like you're gonna get work yeah, da, 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 da. Yeah, now yeah. they're working wow. somewhere but I've only cohabitated twice so I've I lived really with lots there. of people I was married I've, I've done a lot of the living things so I think a year is a good I think that's actually a, a good amount of time that you, to be with someone so you can make sure and of course you've done lots of like they said well we've spent a couple weeks together here and you know there's been a lot of times so you can kind of get a feel for that. So the moving in part, you can always move the fuck out if it doesn't it doesn't work. The guy code of heading, hitting you with the practicality might be uh, like a fear of vulnerability. So, of course, no dude wants a chick to move in just because I want to save your gas and, and that it's practical. 
there's obviously got to be some sort of feelings or some sort of wanting to live with you other than just like, well, it's, it just seems easier, so go ahead. Take up half my fucking space. That's not. That's usually not what people do. An ulterior motive, and you ulter- say. I'm saying, so it came out, it, it, you know, maybe it came out like he's trying to sell it to you that, well, you know, because he doesn't want to, maybe you, he doesn't want to be accused of being too clingy or to be too, you know, like, oh, please move in with me, you know, whatever. You don't know what's going through his head, but guaranteed nobody wants to give up half their fucking space just to save you gas. That's true. If anything, I would like, go get another job to make more money so you can have the gas that you need to not take half my space if I don't want you to live with me. I would actually be okay with that because depending on your dynamic, like me and Devil, we can be in the same room on computers and just be like sure, cuddly or like a little bit of space with the cat between. But it really depends on your dynamic of like cohabitating of do you need their attention like... 90% 90% of the time, or does it pass with, like, 50% or something? Yeah, usually that's, okay, you can maybe do the yeah the roommate thing where it works out, but once you, how long did you, you lived a few months with? Uh, f- Four months, and it got a bit hairy near But the there end. was a lot of people, and there was other people in the yeah, place. Yeah, it, it was, it was a, two of you. it was, I guess, with them in the house, it was seven people total, and okay, six cats. So it was already, it was a, a full house. It was already a full house. Kathy, have you ever lived with anyone for a long period of time? Uh, like a partner, like a sexual yeah, like partner. A partner. I lived with somebody for about three, four years. That's a good. That's a good run. Yeah, it was. It was good. Um, didn't know each other actually for that long. Maybe four or five months. Right. But it was also a practical thing. But you know what makes me uncomfortable about her question is that uh, there are way too many unspoken's here. You guys should n- not be moving in if you have not discussed further this ds dynamic right which seems to be like an an issue that he's skirting if he changed the subject and you know went from hey let's move in together yeah that's a bit of an escalation there oh my god yeah you haven't discussed the issue that um he's talking practical and that kind of disappointed you which leads me to believe you haven't you haven't really discussed what the goal is here. What is, other than the practicality? You, yeah, yeah. You, you need to have many more open discussions about not only your DS dynamic, but what your reason is beyond the practicality of moving in together, and what your goal. Is. A good question is always, "What's the goal? What, where do you see yourself? In, where do you see us in three years?" You have to have that conversation if the intent is to move in, because it gives you uh, something at. Uh, in the future to at least make your decisions with, all right? If if I know that, look, I, I think we should move in because I want to give it a one-year experiment, maybe two years and see where it goes and then we can, uh, I don't know, make changes according to that. You're going to make choices based on that goal. You have to know what the goal is. Even if the goal is, I really don't know what the goal is. I just know I like you. I like having you around. I don't like it when you leave. And that's that. where I am right now. At least Aww. like have a mission statement or like that. Something. You like have to have. Like a similar thing of like, I got thrown into a loop of poly partner thing mentioned. It's like, oh yeah, we were considering moving to Colorado. I'm like, what, huh? Like not even like living with everyone. It's like, when were you going to mention that you were going to maybe move out of state? What now? So now instead of like, oh, okay, it's like, okay, minimum three years out. 
I have like a timeline of their existence, but that's more of a polydynamic, not a, not a mono. But like, that issue. timeline is really important when you're making when you're making choices about moving in, cohabitating. If you have not discussed these things, and you if you have not sat down and have those open discussions where you know much more about your partner, what you mean to them, what what they mean to you, where you see yourself in a few years, what your goals are, what your priorities are. I, you're not going to, it's not going to go out well, just because you, you cohabitated for a few weeks does not mean that you have all the answers you need to determine if you'll be able to cohabitate for the next few years. Kathy? So what? I completely agree with you. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Because that done, is scary. Because I have done it all the different ways. <laughs> I see. And and uh, for all the wrong reasons or what I thought were the right reasons and conveniences and whatever and lots of immaturity. And, and absolutely, the more information you have up front, the better. Because then you don't have wrong expectations because you're going to have expectations you're gonna have you're gonna walk into that door and you're gonna be like are we going for this are we going for this are we going for this and if you haven't established that ahead of time it's it's almost always going to be some level of unexpected disappointment over the expectations that you had right you got already so many things that can go wrong or can go wonky or you're going to have to discuss or things slipping sideways in any relationship, let alone when you move in, that you don't want to leave things to chance by not having had these discussions before you move in. So absolutely. And what's your exit strategy? Exit strategy is something that is so important and no, so few people will do it because they think that it's, I don't know, maybe there's superstitions. This is just going to work out. Yeah, it's going to be lovely. That's other people. We're going to be different. Keep your finances separate. Absolutely. And have something in writing, even if it's just between the two of you. You, Both names need to be on the lease. You don't want to be kicked out at the last minute. Sure. Also, check the state that if you have common law, don't have that trigger by accident. Ew. California does not have California does not have common law. You would think California out of all the states would have common law, but they don't. No, they do not. For context, for those who don't know what we're talking about, in certain states, if you cohabitate with a romantic partner for a certain number of years, it's you automatically a, get married under the law. Yeah, it's the same. So as far as the divvying up of things, you can actually sue for whatever. The, what mm-hmm. is, is it? Is it, is it palimony for common law? No, it's some other. It, it depends on the state. Yeah, you can get money. <laughs> you can. Uh, you can get money is the bottom line. You get money. Yeah. Sign your thing. Sign That's your a good question. Thing. Yeah, definitely discuss things. And I think we have time for a perverted mailbox. There's only two small, short ones. What are you ta- yeah, I guess technically whatever. Sure, Kathy, just throw caution to the. I got. I will uh, throw. Yeah, crouch I, down there. Well, and get I the haven't jingle. memorized the numbers. Love to read your letters. Hope it never stops. We're gonna read your letters on perverted mailbox. It's almost a little CCR kind of feel to that. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. A little, little CCR. All right, so, uh, yeah, we got two. This is from Guy House. Guy. I don't understand that name. I am Guy. I am Guy I House. Live, I have a house. It sounds very Austrian. I am honored. <laughs> I, I live in a house. house. I was just a hair of house. I think of the show house. That's just me, though. 
<laughs> this is he's discussing that. Remember the quokas or something that? Yeah. Oh, that's right. The, it's the Aussie. He we says didn't, uh, we, we. I didn't know what the name was. He said. The yes, name. he says we also happen to live in Western Australia, where quokas are from. They do throw their babies at predators, <laughs> but they are mostly on an island off the coast with few predators. <laughs> They are the most photogenic little things. They look like they are smiling. So this, they so they don't know what to do. Oh, you have a picture of it? This is what they look like. Is that not the most adorable <laughs> thing you've ever seen? Yeah, they look yes, like they're smiling. You are a shitty parent. With look fat, chubby cheeks. Look at that. It's like a Pomeranian looking. It does look like it's He's smiling. smiling. <laughs> look at this one. I'm going to smile as I throw Just my like baby my at you. <laughs> I'm going to throw my smiling baby at you. That's like bad parenting skills because there's no predators like we were talking about in the in the thing before. You know, the the, the, the child should, you know, the parents should understand that they're going to have to have these awkward conversations and, and be able to deal with things. And, and if they don't, they just have to, they just react whatever their reaction is. And so they're like, predator, what do I do? Throw the baby. Bam. Look at that baby. <laughs> it just, just looks so delicious. See, you know, that, that would make a good plushie. Instead, you give me Larva Boy over there. <laughs> That's for me, not you. I know, but it's Is on that my the pronunciation? Quakas? Quokas? Quokas. Quokas. Are we talking about Colicky Baby? What? Hamada, Do you have hamada? to drive this fucking marsupial around Quoka. when it starts to cry? What? I don't know. Oh, that's colicky. All right, we Sorry. have something from Garbage Can Mel. She wants, she wants our I, soundboard. Yes, I told you someone it. would want it. Yeah, well, she says, I would be super jazzed to put it on the wall or someplace prominent. I would totally play with the buttons and the knobs, maybe even give it a new purpose if Sir thinks he could tinker without damaging it. I don't know, though. Might be too special just as it is. I like kind that kind of weird ephemera type things, and it would be so super awesome to have a little piece of PP history. Look at that. And look not at just that. that. I'd have to look it up in Discord. There's a second person that also wanted it. So wow. they're having a little, like, We should have an auction. PP auction. I'm going to put it in a box. I'm going to weigh it and see how much the shipping is, and whoever wants to pay for it, you know, they get it. But what if there's a fight? Then we have to have an auction. Well, I'd, I'd sure like to see a fight, but you know, then, no, then auction. No, Kathy, it doesn't have to necessarily be financial. It has to be who's going to give it. Nothing ever has to be financial. Who's going to give you. it the best home? Well, no. that's suck it up. That's who I am. No, it's who's going to give it the best home, phone and ha- home and have the most fun with it. Because no, like, if, if someone's not. like, oh, I'll keep it in my garage. You know, then it's like, but if someone's going to actually mount it on a wall and play with the buttons and pretend that's like, you know, they're like dialing in alien fantasies or controlling their partner with it. So you would like be they're okay. Turn the fader up and then like, yeah. With garbage can mill. Yes. Putting it in her basement. And when nobody's looking, she goes down there. She turns it off. She closes the door and she pretends to be perverted podcast. That would be amazing. No, it would not. That, that would, would be, be creepy. Ama- no, it wouldn't. It would be amazing. It would be the center of their shrine. Don't question <laughs> it. That would be amazing. They also want lots of our hair. Ew! Um, skin cells, pictures, <laughs> used no, underwear. Earwax. That's just devil. You're fine. Ew. Poor devil. That would be amazing. They have a vial no. of my blood. Why would no, you give devil a vial of No, actually, just my hair. They, they want my bl- blood. I have a oh. vial of Abyss's blood. We still, I sit somewhere. What? They have a vial of their own blood. They have a lock of my no, hair that they I, took I didn't when laugh I at shaved. The blood part. I laughed at the somewhere part. It's so it's somewhere. <laughs> well, I, well, it's next to Larry's ashes or something. Okay. But no, that's actually cool. I actually wanted to do that 
uh, like, cause you can buy the little vials are like a dollar each, like good glass seal vials. And then you can get ones with a little, you can get the medical ones with the heparin or whatever that stuff is that kind of keeps it, uh, from coagulating as much. And so it's still liquidy. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted for a while, I wanted to get a vial of blood from like every partner and then like have like a little thing with their names on it. And I think that'd be kind of very intimate. You don't think so? No. Del Enigma. I mean, it's not my thing, but I'm not against it. Like, if I had a partner that wanted it, I'd be fine with that. Sure. I think that was around the time I started learning how to tap veins in... uh, in What's going on over there, Dale? He's having technical difficulties. (laughs) Trying to one-hand my computer and the mic. Yeah, because he has a laptop on his actual lap, which never works out very well. Um, It's actually rubbing against the plastic. I mean, Angelina Jolie had, like, uh, little vials of... That's uh, clinking. That's uh, what I meant. Yeah. Of what? What's the guy's name? When a, when one of the Brad persons, she, no, not before Brad Pitt. Um, I don't even know. Anyway, he she had like the vials of of his his blood around her neck. Yeah, I think it's hot. Yeah, that's great. No. It's totally hot. Someone wants my blood, I'll slash my leg and you know drip it. That's what I did with Abyss. We did a blood play scene, and then I scalpeled her, and uh, and then we had little vials and scooped it in. And we're, why not? We're already doing blood play. It was kind of hot. You did some good stuff. No. It's good. It was good stuff. No, that's all I got. Is that it? Yeah. Is that the magic that we now reach over? We, we had some possible uh, podcast news that, yeah. What? what? We had some podcast news about the store that might host us. Which store? Uh, the one that starts with S. Oh, I had, well, I wrote to Stockroom. Um, and I heard back from some of them. They just have to get corporate to approve it. The creative lead was all for Wait it. a minute. How... I know Del someone who works there. Please. I know you messaged them. I said, oh, sh- yes. I totally messaged him and said, here's what we do and how cool it would be. Because when we talk about Stockroom on the show, and yeah. they've always been incredibly generous with Doorway, uh, that gives them nothing in return. Um, and not like us, like we'll promote the fuck out of them. We'll do, you know, whatever. Um, but they've always been really good. So it'd be that would be an amazing place to, uh, to do a, a show. And they have a classroom. Yeah, they have a lot of space. Yeah, uh, but had, yeah. I was just saying their creative lead was totally for it. They just have to get it cleared with corporate. Yeah, that'd be fun. I, I would love to do stockroom. That would literally be my first choice of places we do because uh, it's a cool place, and every everyone always rushes down there. They have like these big blowout discount mm-hmm. days where like once a month where they just push out all their you know stock that's not moving, and people get great discount. I mean, it it is a cool place. I would definitely be. That would be a fun place. That would be a fun place because then we could put it on Fet Life, and we could actually invite some people to come down. And you know, I I would. That's kind of what I want to do, Kathy. Okay. I would like to be. We in, still in, need a home base. Well, yeah, we need a home base, but right. you know, a, I I wouldn't mind driving. And you need to get but a it, place where people don't open the door on you in the middle of the night. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> but what, if we did John, stuff, <laughs> if we did good stuff for the stockroom. That could possibly, or 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 other places that like that, like it could be like at least semi permanent. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. If you, yeah. I mean, people sponsor and have a, a space yeah. for shows. Like if they have the space for us. See, that's the great thing is our. Sh- the other great thing is is our show is on Monday night, which is like usually the deadest day for any. We're not taking over some. Like, yeah, we're not taking. Party. We're not taking over something. So one of the sex shops or porn shops or something like that, that they'd be like, "Well, fuck, I don't give a fuck. It's Monday. There's not going to be anyone here anyway." So You'd be able to bring your ugly box to many different places. That would be very, very nice. But the of course, you get a sticker on the side, be branded. Yes, indeed. I'll give you, I have the stickers here. I have, yeah. Enigma, the right drawer, right? <laughs> oh, the right. bottom, a the drawer below of stickers. it. There. Kathy masturbates to the two girls on that on that J sticker. Listen it's a great sticker. Buttons. It's the stickers are in there too. 
I know. I just wanted I like to yeah, you keep those right next to your bed. That's where the drawers are. Well, that'd be good. I'm at least glad they got the message. I didn't yeah. even. Yeah, I, I sent it through their general. Yeah, you sent it on Thursday. Like their general message or something. So what they reach it's out to. It's actually gone off the chain. Up the chain. So yeah. Oh, great. So, well, I hope to hear from them if we can work something out. I, I would love to promote Stockroom. I, nice. I, I like Stockroom. That's great. So oh, we're stopping now to look at what? Stickers? He's taking you don't photos have, for the... You don't the, have to stop for me. It's well, then we're going to end this goddamn right show. There. Underneath... Oh, and that's the end of our show. Joining us tonight for this claustrophobic evening are Dell and Enigma, and it would be Mew to get her pocky sticks, but apparently she couldn't be bothered to show up. Their candy and plush privileges that's from right. us two have been revoked. <laughs> Please lend us your support for by visiting patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast and honoring us with five bucks if you give a fuck, or we're going to have to continue torturing these two fine individuals that drive very far to come here. Wait, send your no, they want that to happen. Don't say that. Yeah, that's true. What the hell am I thinking? Send your questions or comments to pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com. But don't ask us where we'll be next week because even we don't know that. But Isn't we- that exciting? I also didn't even mention Potato Mayhem. I did an interview with Phil today who has other podcasts. He actually came to the store, my storage unit and I did an hour long about kink and whatever. And so I'll plug his websites and stuff like that. We'll talk more about that maybe next week. But uh I thought this sounded actually pretty good, and God damn it, if it's all not contained. And the ugly box worked. The ugly box worked. All the things are here, and now I just have to sleep next to it because storage is closed. Did you want to leave it here? No, Kathy. I have to put it away, so then I would have to come all the way back and then. Well, heaven forbid, you have to come all the way back and get it. Come apart, huh? Does it come apart? No, this is one thing. This is all. It's never moving. Thing. I pick it up. It weighs twenty pounds. We were able to put it in here. I set it down on the desk, and now I will put the microphones back in the top, and I will carry it the fuck out. With it all set up, five ten minutes. And we're ready to do a show. That's our regular but show. But now you have to sleep next to it. Well, that's that I'm working on. Okay. I have enough space. It fits sideways, and then there's me and we trust in you, Neo. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna <laughs> we're just gonna me in the box. We're gonna have good. It's gonna see some things tonight if I start jerking off. I no, just, you know, just keep the jizz away from the ugly put the box. Tape above the webcam. Just no. Yeah, just. <laughs> oh, that's true. That would be awkward if it somehow turned on and. People are like here. The Discord channel gets a shot of they're, you. They're just yes. like uh. the return of the featured orgasm. Oh, oh god! That Remember would be. to say thank you, perverted podcast, at the end. I, oh god! Well, I guess that's it, and that was show two forty seven, and we will be back somewhere next week for two forty eight. Save Lois. Now, where in the box do you hit the button? Right here. Hide in the shadows till the time is right to strike Lust perverts the morals, clouds the scales of wrong and right I drop the candlestick, blood is pumping wild You can hide the corpse, but the guilt will stay alive And I'm serving tea to the devil Sips her Chardonnay, faces like a stone. Deciphers my demeanor to conclude the 
job is done Just like a wounded child seeks refuge at her breast When Medusa's love because I passed her little test And I'm serving tea to the devil The door breaks down, she points at me to flex her guilt of evil deeds Please fall for this double cross And as they chain me down, my heart is broke and my soul is lost Of tearful lies she spun up at my trial Slapped a guilty verdict across my face in just a while This rope around my neck is payment for my crime Just before the door drops I see your wicked smile now I'm serving tea to the devil Yes, I'm serving tea to the devil Have some sugar if you please, Mr. Devil